0: This is Jeffrey Elliott, uh, the CPO of Boast, and your host today for today's podcast. We're talking to Chef Jeannie Rowland and her husband, James. Uh, I've known Jeannie for, let's say, a number of years. We went to culinary school together. Uh, one of us is obviously aged well than the, be- than the other, and it's A, that's not me. Uh, and her husband, James, who they've also been together for a number of years, they own two restaurants. Uh, One in Florida, which is celebrating its 20th year in business, The Perfect Caper, Uh, in Punta Gorda, Florida, the other in Westerly, Rhode Island, called Ella's Food and Drink, which is celebrating nine years in business. Uh, Jeannie has written one cookbook and is working on a second cookbook. You can find their first cookbook on Amazon.com or purchase in either of her restaurants. And she's also appeared on Iron Chef Gauntlet. She's been on Beat Bobby Flay, where she beat him handedly. Uh, and I'm gonna turn it over to them. Guys, how are you? Great, Jeffrey. Thanks for, thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Great to be here. Thank God to have you. Um, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about um, your restaurants. I know that uh, due to COVID, you've closed both of your restaurants temporarily. And I stress temporarily, can you tell me about, like, what led to that decision?
1: Uh, well, the uh, in the beginning, we were mandated by both the state of Florida and the state of Rhode Island to close. So, you know, mid-March uh, 2020, Rhode Island, uh, Gina Raimondo shut the state down. Uh, two days later, uh, the governor of Florida shut Florida down. And, you know, we were able to to just sort of, you know, uh, we, we, we saw the writing on the wall. We knew that, you know, this was coming. So we were able to prepare our staff, let them know that, hey, listen, this is, this is about to happen. Um, and everybody was wide-eyed about it. They knew what, uh, what was coming and, and you know, they, they hopped right into the unemployment line and, uh, and uh, um, for uh, compensation. And we recommended that they do that immediately the day that we let them know that we were closing. And then, you know, midway through the, uh, you know, we April. Yeah, well, you know, we, we got, uh, we were lucky we got in line immediately um, for the idle loans and PPP and that, 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 uh, that happened for both restaurants and uh, we were lucky to pay our staffs. In both locations, um, you know almost, you know what they were making or what they would have made, um, you know. And then we shut both restaurants down until the, the middle of the summer. Uh, although Florida opened before Rhode Island, um, we uh, we we waited a little bit longer. I had a sort of a, a medical problem that uh, that uh, kept us from opening up uh, here in Rhode Island. Um, and we just waited because, uh, you know, at, at 50% uh, Rhode Island's still at that at that number uh, that you're 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 mandated you can only open uh, for a service for 50% occupancy. Um, it's 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 just not a, uh, a uh, an equation that works for business and uh, although Florida is open at 100% uh, there's no mandate for masks, there's no social distancing um it's madness you know we've got staff with comorbidities and uh you know or that's
2: our age you know and
1: and that that are that are older and are and frankly you know our customers are are more concerned about their health than they are about uh you know having a margarita um in a public place so you know you stayed closed in florida despite the ability to reopen we did. We we are. In fact, we still we still are closed. And well, to uh, be
2: protective of the staff, I mean, because we have an indoor space only, and I just didn't want to put the re- the staff at risk. And, and people were very volatile. We were trying to impose a mask, you know, policy where um, even though our town mandated it, the governor overrode it, so it was futile. And then you're putting your staff in this situation where they're getting yelled at and um, verbally abused and so forth, and it, and it just wasn't worth it.
1: There were a few, there were few instances where our staff was—they they were, you know—they they had to um, diffuse the situation. Um, but you know, because we're, a, you know, a little bit more, you know, casual fine dining, uh, we didn't see that we had, you know, a, that great a problem as some of the more casual places or super casual places right. were. Or people who are just downright indignant and uh, and 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 you know made people suffer. Um, so, besides PPB, was there anything else you did to diversify your income during this closure? Well, we've just been it, hanging on. It's it's we we gave uh, the to go program. You know, tweaking our menu a little bit. You know, Jeannie, you know, made uh, you know created menus that were a little bit more casual that were. You know, our food isn't our food isn't really something that you know we enjoy packaging up to go. It's not to-go box food. <laughs> it's not to-go right. box food. In fact, you know, in the past, it's funny that uh, one of the cooks, you know, one of our sous chefs, you know, at, at, you know, halfway through this period that you know we were doing to gos he said, "How do you like doing to-goes now?" Because in the past, I'd always just hated. Man, you can't put that food in a box. This food can't go in a in a box and and be enjoyed. You know 20 minutes from now you got to eat this food you know it, you know how it is jeffrey it's, it's it's you know you 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 put so much love and, and time into a plate of food and uh you you stick it in a box and someone puts it in their trunk and it's it's uh, pachinkoing in their trunk by the time they get it home it looks like a you know it could be a bowl of noodles you know and it's like just that uh, pachinkoing you know, that's, that's a technical term <laughs> yeah it's uh it's just it's a mess it's just it's a, it's a sloppy mess and uh no matter how nice you put it in a box and or, or how you try to conceal it and, and and restrict it from moving, it just it it, it you know even the staff you know taking it in a bag out to someone's car, it just it's it gives you uh, uh, it, it 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 makes you you know just uh, sad you know uh, frankly. And For those of you watching
0: who want to see some of Jeannie and James's food. Uh, we'll include uh, links in the description for the show, for their Instagrams, for their restaurants, for them, and also a link to Jeannie's first cookbook. Is it Butter, Cream, and Love? Butter, Love, and Cream. Butter, Love,
2: and Cream. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's just like if I'm lactose intolerant, don't go near it. It's just my philosophy more than the ingredients. Yeah,
1: just... just so. Just gnashing on sticks of butter. Yeah, that's I do really love bad. though that <laughs> I
2: do love butter and cream and all that's, that's that.
1: There's more to it. Than
2: yeah, yeah, for butter. sure.
1: Lots of love.
0: Yeah. Um, so tell me about the future for the perfect keeper. Well, tell me what you've been doing. You've been working on a second book. Tell me a little bit more about the second cookbook you're working on.
2: So I think like um, like everybody, even for us, we so we take care of uh, my dad. It lives with us he's like a three square meal a day guy. So I was one of those people during this pandemic that was like, shoot, I got to make two dinners or whatever for this guy um, every day, you know, no matter what. And, you know, this guy as well. So I think people got almost like, what do we make every day? It got a little bit much for everybody. So I kind of geared the book for like regular people. I think the first one, everybody kind of has a dream. They're gonna write a cookbook and they wanna put some fancy stuff in it because maybe you'll never do it again or something. But this one's more realistic for like, the home cooks can do it. My friends can do it, Um, pick up the book. You could make um, something out of one recipe, turn it into another down the line. So it's something that I think um, the regular person can use, guide them through their week with ease um you know make a pizza in less than an hour stuff like that doing little tricks and enjoying it and knowing it won't always be perfect and that I'm in the same boat as you I mean what do you keep in your pantry all that kind of stuff I think during COVID got dawning and then you'd go to the grocery store it was a bunch of zombies like what do I cook what do I make? And if you only have like a couple of good things in your repertoire, you are kind of hosed, you know, um, we're very lucky, you know, my dad, I'm like, what do you want for dinner? And I rattle off things from the menu and I bring them something, you know, and this is how we've been living for 20 years. You know, I, what do I want tonight? A flauta or, you know, duck fee. And so to switch my whole world into having to make stuff,
1: it's a user-friendly um, guide to a yeah. lot of, a lot of recipes that, many people are familiar with, uh, but they think, you know, Jesus, this is, you know, maybe a little bit too much work. Jeannie shows them in this book that it's, it's, they're not difficult to do just, you know, if with a well-prepared kitchen, a well-prepared pantry and, you know, having the right tools, there's, there's, there's so much you can do. And and I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a great book without
2: being overwhelming. Cause I think a lot of people, they don't need a million about spices because you're never ever going to use yeah. them. I mean, I, I've watched stuff, they're going to go bad. You know, and yeah. they
0: don't use it. Exactly. You know. So yeah, I think it's a great, it sounds like a great guide to help people break out of the monotony of, you know, what they're doing every week. You know, it can get tedious and it could get repetitive. I like to, you know, I like to joke about my pantry. I keep a lot of things in my pantry and in my fridge and my freezer. I like to say, in case of emergency. You know, in case of emergency, yes. I have a brick of sushi grade two in by my, right. my yeah. freezer. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. A lobe of foie gras just in case. You you know, a right. foie gras, just in case you know, <laughs> an emergency arises where you need a lobe of foie gras. That's Gotta nice. have it. Gotta have it. Uh, that's great. So um, what's the future for perfect caper and the future for Ellis? 20 years and nine years, what's 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 the next couple of years hold?
2: Yeah, so we're thinking like we're gonna get um We'll probably start to be open in April, we're kind of thinking. Um, well, it, as
1: well, as well, you know, the pandemic is is has taught us lessons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, we're gonna do things a little bit differently. And, and Jeannie was, I'm sorry.
2: See the marriage thing coming into play here. <laughs> um, but what, what I think it's it gave us a, a step back to pause. Like a lot of things we did were super labor intensive. I was talking to you about fabricating meat, um, you know, in our Florida restaurant, beef is king. Sometimes we're cleaning, you know, three dozen tenderloin a week. That gets grueling. You got to have a, somebody really good doing it. You're using all the waste and the pressure of, I don't know, the way we were taught perhaps. And um, some of the things I do are a little labor intensive. I've kind of taken a step back and changed how I'm doing things in that aspect. Um to retrain myself because it's just not practical. I mean, it's um, labor intensive sauces and dishes aren't practical because if I don't have someone there to do them, um, they just take forever and and they're not just worth it. They're too much stress. And we're kind of finding, I think that, um, you know, we use a lot of really good product and, and I like, I think I'm gonna try to simplify myself. We recently found all our menus from when we opened so that kind of took the pressure off of me as a chef. Like you realize, I got to come up with something new or different. So um, I think we're going to do a lot of throwbacks and go back into my vault of what I did when I first opened and so put much. that into some of the forefront. Um, so in some of the things, stuff. you know, and and simplify what we do. Um, I'm just excited to get back to cooking, really. I, you know,
1: I, I think this is this the the Obviously, the pandemic's taken a toll on everybody. So staffs in kitchens, you know, I mean, for, for everybody, you know, the people that are working from home, you know, they're, they're, they've, they've got new learned behaviors going back to work, you know, in kitchens that haven't been open. Um, you know, a lot of places are, are still open and continue to be open. Um, but, it, you know, as Jeannie said, you know, it's, you, you've got to, or we've got to, you know, make things easier for us, for ourselves, for our staff. You know, without sacrificing the enjoyment of the 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 menu that you know she's created, uh, she's she's created you know a monster in both restaurants. She's she she writes these menus where she gets this 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 um, sort of uh, uh, tailgate of uh, of fans that come and they say, well, I, you know, I had this dish last week. Where is it? Well, it was a special last week or last month. Well, it's gotta be on the menu now, right? You
2: can't take blah blah blah. Off and the menu. you can't take, you you can't take, take blah blah, blah blah. So
1: we've got twenty years of the caper of twenty years of you can't take this off the menu. Um, I think people are gonna be pleasantly surprised, you know, when she starts pulling things out of the past and these things start reappearing. Um, you know, I think it'll bring tears to people's eyes. But you know, as she said, you know, making things simpler for our staff, it's it really is, you know, because there's there's just that there's a tremendous amount of stress that this pandemic has created for everybody and you know we want to we want to create a um an easier place to work because our 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 menu is stressful it's a genius we
2: put stress on ourselves as well i mean i think that's what you do as a chef you want to kind of push yourself and that self-loathing thing that that's why i write this crazy menu that has you know 14 Apps and fourteen entrees, and I'm doing specials and sliding salads and making mozzarella, and it's crazy. I mean, still the people. Sometimes it's me, James, and a guy. You know, it's it's nutty. And then
1: preparing for two hundred people, you're
2: just nuts. I mean, to do this sometimes it's just it's just nuts. And it's
1: and and it's 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 just it's it's you know simplifying it makes it you know gives everybody a breath of fresh air like you know, you know, we are, our, our lives, when you're in a kitchen, our lives are, are run by timers. You know, you're always, you know, you got a timer set for this. You got a timer set for that. You got, you know, service starts at this time, you know, then lunch is over, dinner starts at this time. And, you know, Jeannie says when you're cleaning three dozen tenderloins in a week, you got one guy basically fabbing, you know, fabbing one item for the menu for basically, you know, nearly two days. And, uh, it's just, uh, you know, we're just trying to make things a little bit easier uh, without sacrificing.
2: Yeah, the caper, there's like sometimes a 45 minute turnaround, you just did 120 for lunch and then they're coming in at 4.30. It's like, ah,
0: but now, now you're also planning on, you own the building that Ella's in and you're planning on
1: buying the building that the perfect caper is in? We are, it's uh the, 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 the the landlord finally capitulated he's he's uh he's been a he's been a great landlord for uh, we've been in there since well 16 years um and he's he's finally at the point where he says yeah it's uh you know it's time cuz we, we have every,
2: first right it's every
1: like
2: <laughs> after 16 years every year we hold on
1: every year you know hey listen sell us the building sell us the building and there's you know it's a it's a large building so i think it's uh 17,000 square feet um That's huge we uh, we occupy um, only uh, 4,000 uh, feet of it, but, um, you know, there's great tenants in the other part of the building, so it's, I mean, it's-, a, it's We get op- to do
2: outside dining, you know, and, add to Florida and the COVID thing, which we couldn't do, which yeah, kind
1: of- that, that's, that's going to help uh, uh, immensely, you know, being able to add a, an outdoor dining. Everybody loves to dine outdoors. Expand the
2: Florida. kitchen, you know, stuff like that we wanted to do, and you can't do it unless you own it.
0: So, when you go to outside dining, are you going to reduce the amount of seats inside as well? That's not the
1: plan. Not the plan.
2: Make the kitchen bigger and do more.
1: <laughs> well, you know, it's it's uh, yeah. I guess simplify. Yeah, I guess you. Really Already, my chef is like
2: <laughs> foaming at the mouth. How many do you think we can do? It's like, like I don't know, man. Yeah, Let's like, see.
1: will You'll see. Yeah. I yeah, guess. we
2: get very excited for that. This is another, um, this
1: is another reason to simplify because we're adding more seats. Yeah. But um, you know the kitchen was, was small when we opened. Um, so you know it's adding more space to the kitchen will, uh, will, will, will help uh, will help the operation you know be more efficient, more effective. Um,
2: and as we grow, put a little more casual things because as people are dining outside they can have more choice. and I know that stuff will sell more. That'll take a little heat off the kitchen as well. for some reason, like we're known for the burger, it's like you know, you're making pate and somebody's like, you have the best burger in town. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> hey, dude, all day long. Well,
0: it's it's great to see the excitement and optimism for the future you have, for the post-COVID future you have, uh, and that you're going and, and cheers to the next 20 years of perfect caper.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, brother. So I, I wanted to ask you, as you know, Boast is a restaurant recommendation app and we're always looking for great rec- recommendations. What are some of the places you've been missing during the pandemic, during the quarantine, and where are some of the places you're excited to go? And it could be, it could be the perfect caper.
1: <laughs> well, that's that's high on our list.
2: Definitely sure. our own place. Ella's,
1: Ella's and uh, and Ella's food and drink and the perfect caper uh, one and two are <laughs> high on our list. There are things that uh, that we miss uh, from both restaurants uh, that you know, just take too much too much time and effort to make at home but uh, I mean
2: we like know, going into the city, city I, yeah I want city. to go into Leburn and eat some salmon riettes at the bar and have a french 75 mm. I like that and uh yeah you know treat ourselves we really we work really hard we really we just started taking vacations like four years ago so even just going to the city is a big deal for us to go spend overnight and uh, and just eat as much as we can and stop at bakeries and I'm excited to do that and, uh, you know.
1: Uh, we could easily we could easily stay in New York City for three days and have three dozen meals. Yeah, um, I think one of the things coming out of this is just going somewhere where, you know, um, you can sit down and be comfortable. And, you know, have, have somebody take care of you and, and, you know, be in a communal space uh, once again, and, uh, you know, and, and be comfortable, you know, it's, uh, I mean, I'm not comfortable, you know, um, going to a gas station right now, pumping gas outdoors, you know, it's just, it's, it's a crazy feeling, you know, and it's, it's the same for everybody. And it's, uh, you know, we're, we're, you know, in, in a, you know, you know, somewhat rural area in, in Rhode Island, I couldn't imagine being in a city, you know, without any personal space and, 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 and what have you, but, uh, you know, New York City is definitely uh, um, one of the places that we'll uh, we'll go and we'll we'll love. You know, all the places that we've been to to dine and that we love to dine. In, you know, uh, Eric, Eric Repairs place, Balud's places, um uh, places. Uh, you know, all of them. You know, it's it's a. It's a We're getting it's, some
2: fish and chips locally or fried clams personally
1: jeannie Je- Je- if you want
0: that that recipe for salmon riette, it was on my station at la and i made it uh about three weeks ago
2: <laughs> oh nice well, no kidding that's just one of my i mean well you
0: know <laughs> something about
2: that in the tuna with the foie gras i mean and we like the bar i like i like going in the dining room but there's something about sliding in there in the winter and you feel like you're just getting the best thing in the world um in this place it's uh
1: it's intoxicating. Yeah, it really is. It is just, intoxicating. Just, just, just the, the, the atmosphere alone in there is intoxicating. You know, it's just. Well, so it
2: makes you feel special, and that's what that's. Even in our restaurants, people come to get away, to dine, to do something different they can't do anywhere else. And we like to take you there and let you forget. And this time it's hard when you're pulling off masks and stuffing them in a bag, and you got all these rules. I think it'll be nice in a year when everybody can take a deep breath and dress up and be fancy and um drink champagne and get a little nutty again that's what we're looking forward to all
0: right well it's been great talking to you guys uh i'm excited for perfect caper i promise i will drive up to ella's at one point it's about four hours from here but yeah. i'll do it i'll do it at some point uh yeah, open the train man on the train come on up all right right. will do thank you thank you for for talking and thank you for boasting sure. about a, a restaurant for us and good luck Thank you. Congratulations. Good luck to you. Thank Congratulations. you. Congratulations. Thanks. Thanks for having us.
2: Absolutely. Ciao.